Hi there, and welcome to the first episode of Not To Be Technical. I'm Nafis, and I'm with my co-host Charlie. We're going to just jump right on into it. So Charlie, why don't you go ahead and set the stage for our listeners on what they should be expecting with the podcast? Sure can, Nafis. So this is our second podcast concept that we've come up with and started working on. Uh, Our first one was actually a little bit different. It was going to be emotionally rooted podcast that really focused on a wide range of like everyday lifestyle topics. We would dive a little bit deeper into all of those types of things. Uh, However, one of the things that we really wanted to focus on and move towards uh, with not to be technical uh, is exactly that, a more technical focus uh, with shared interests that are rooted a little bit more in technology. So we'll dive into emerging, you know, tech apps, trends, maybe things that are trending on Reddit, uh, things that, you know, are new releases, things that we might analyze and review ourselves. Uh, but we're not going to completely ditch that first podcast concept completely. Uh, I think that's going to be integrated. You know, we did some work on that side. So I think it's actually going to be a pretty cool way to kind of integrate lifestyle, what's going on currently with technology. Uh, and we're excited to share that with you. Uh, but you know, that's, so that's the podcast concept, but Nafis, maybe we could go a little bit and introduce ourselves. So the audience gets to know us a little better. Yeah, sure. I'll take it from here. Uh, so we are average, sexy, but humble dudes in, you know, our late twenties. And, you know, so my background starts a little bit more in operations. Um, but now my world revolves more around IT, uh, and technology, um, just in terms of my professional career. And I would say for so for like Charlie, it, it's very similar. But he's got more of an expertise in marketing. Um, and in general, the way we met, we met through work. Uh, and I think what really made us click right off the bat, which is honestly pretty nerdy, so uh, feel free to judge us, is going to be RuneScape. Uh, I think he made a small comment about it. Uh, I, and then I, I probably said, you know, what do you know about that 99 woodcutting? You guys know what's up. Uh, and I just want to jump in there. You all might not know what's up with RuneScape, but it is a, essentially uh, a very... For lack of a better term, uh, nerdy online game that you could easily grind a lot of hours into, which Novice and I both did growing up. Maybe me a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, I, I think you you hit it exactly, Novice. Like I, I think beyond just RuneScape and other games, we, we just quickly found that we aligned on a lot of things professionally and, and personally. Yep. And, uh, you know, very quickly, we just we became very good friends, started helping each other optimize our, our lives and, and really honestly rooted in technology at first. Um, and then it really moved on to really everything else. Yeah, so Nafis, uh just so people don't think we're only into RuneScape and technology, but just go a little bit into, like, what are you currently into right now? Like, not just work-wise, tech-wise, but just, like, you know, what's currently on top of mind for you? Sure. Uh, hmm. So I guess the first thing off the top of my mind is just going to be, like, music. Uh, you know, I got a drum set recently, um, and Charlie actually helped foster my impulsive decision there i told him that was on my mind and he was like you want to get it today and i was like okay let's go so that was a couple weekends ago Uh, i would say i'm a little disappointed right now i didn't play much this week um but it is something i'm trying to get better at uh aside from that um it's gonna be fitness and nutrition and things of that nature um on the fitness end i've been weightlifting uh for a lot of years and uh, done a good amount of sports but right now i've been a lot more into calisthenics so I've gotten, uh, these, you know, a device called like parallettes. Um, they're kind of like raised bars where you can kind of do some kind of like cool different movements, a lot of functional stuff. Um, so I've been really excited about that these days. Nice. And on my front here, uh, so what, what I'm currently into, uh, health and fitness, I'm going to steal a little bit. I think Noff has just kind of helped me out a lot in that realm. 
Uh, I am uh, cycling quite a bit. So I, I do have, you know, outdoor cycling, uh, but as you know, but at the same time, I'm also, I got a Peloton during quarantine, Peloton gain, you know, what's up, uh, it gets very competitive on those leaderboards. Gang, gang. But, um, uh, other than that, uh, yeah, it got a lot more into fitness th- this past year. So very grateful for that. Uh, also into music as well, but I'm not going to steal that one as well. I can't steal two out of two from the office. Uh, but I'm also uh, very much getting into uh, kind of like uh, health and wellness and more like meditation, yoga, uh, things of that nature, stuff that I never really focused on earlier in life. So there's actually a lot of cool apps I can foster that too, which we'll probably talk about at some point. But, uh, but yeah, I'd say those are the, the latest things I'm really getting into. But on that note there, Nafis, so I, I think something that'd be interesting to share is right now, like on your phone, like, what would you say, or, or we could actually look at it, like looking at the screen, like uh, activity app, um, you know, what are your three most used apps overall on your phone? And, and, you know, obviously don't say like, you know, messaging, like GPS, okay, like always oh, Google maps, like obviously, but like, you know, what are the three most used apps? Oh yeah. I could definitely give me a second. I got to scroll through like the first five to 10. Yeah. I, I know. I probably eliminated <laughs> like the, the top <laughs> list there, but yeah. So basically most of those apps uh, that Charlie just mentioned are my top apps, but um, I would say the next in the list um, is going to be remote desktop client. Uh, that's what I've been actually using a lot recently on my iPad. Uh, definitely not as much on my phone, but essentially the use case here is I can lay in my bed and remote into my desktop from my iPad and essentially have the experience of a Windows computer. And I can do this by like remoting both not just into my personal computer, but also my work computer. Yeah. So I really kind of like the flexibility of sometimes just relaxing in bed and doing a little bit of productive stuff. Yeah, I remember you shared this with me last year. It really is a smooth experience on iOS. I'm not sure about like Android devices, but iPad, even on the phone too, really smooth. I'd like to think, you know, I'm not an Android person myself, but, you know, we're so far down the line. I'm sure there's yeah. really good remote remoting in functionality. For sure. Um, so I'm just going to jump into my second one, Charlie. Um, this one's a little bit more on the boring side, but it's Audible. Um, oh, yeah. Just listening to books. I, I would say I, I used to use Audible a lot more uh, last, or not last year, uh, the year before uh, in 2019, 2020, the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd honestly go through a couple books a month just by nice. easily reading through them, just driving to work. So it's kind of, um, you know, a lost use of time, but um, I am jumping back into it. So that's nice. And then um, another one, which I, I actually was surprised when I saw it on my screen time usage, but I, I love this one a lot. Um, it's the Eero app. So Eero is a um, is my Wi-Fi router, and I believe they actually just got recently acquired by Amazon. Um, so it kind of makes sense, but, um, they've got this, you know, they've got an app for it and mm-hmm. it, it's really useful. So, um, it's like a dashboard. It tells you all your devices, everything that they're connected to, how much internet each thing is using. Yeah. Um, and I'm very OCD. So when like everyone like log, like anyone logs into my Wi-Fi, um, you know, I, you know, I sort them like into what type of product they are, the names of them. So like, for example, your iPad's in mine and it'll be like iPad and then in parentheses, Charlie's. So I know whenever you hop on, like who it is and who's on the network on and what side of it. Cool. And that's the type of thing also where like your phone will get a notification if there's like a new device, right? So if there's yeah, like something exactly. weird, like you'll see that immediately. That's pretty yeah. cool. Cool. So mine, I had a lot of time there to pull them up. So I think anyone that knows me won't be too surprised about this, but um, I am a huge fan of Uber Eats. Uh, yes. I, I the use Uber of Eats. The probably, arts. I use Uber Eats probably way too much. Um, but 
Uh, yep, I love Uber Eats. I love everything about it. The user experience. I have the Uber Eats Pass. It like gets the delivery fees waived. If you pay nine ninety nine a month, you get discounts. I, I'm all in on the ecosystem. Uh, so Uber Eats is up there. Um, the next one uh, is Strava. So Strava mm. is a running and, and cycling tracking app. Uh, so it, it tracks like the distance really well. And, and one of the things I really like about it in comparison to just using like the Apple Watch and like tracking there, which I do simultaneously too. But um, what, one of the things I really like about it is the social aspect of it. You can follow other people. You can tag someone on the ride with you or, or if you're running together. Uh, and also it, it tracks your PRs really well. So if you have like a, a personal record of like this speed and like this segment of like a street or like at a park you're running at, um, it'll tell you like when you've surpassed that on your next one or if this is maybe like your, your fastest mile or your fastest quarter mile, whatever it may be. So really cool, really good interface there. Charlie's been telling me to actually start using this for months, and I don't know why I don't. I'm just like, oh, I got the Apple Watch, and I got that. Yep. It would be great to you know actually connect if you would actually do that on there, especially when we are running together. But well, hey, maybe. you know what? One day. One day. And then the last one uh, is actually Hinge. Uh, I am currently you know, single. Classic. I am looking for love. So, yep, I am on Hinge. Uh, I, I do like that in terms of a, a dating app. I, I like the way they have it on there. I feel like you get to know the person a little bit better on the front end. There's a lot more ways to start a conversation, the way Hinge set it up with the prompts and everything like that. So, yeah, that those would be my top three there. All righty. Well, ladies, uh, just so you know, Charlie is single and ready to mingle. Um, and so are you, Dolphus, by the way. So He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, also on Hinge. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna kind of take your question and flip it a little bit. Um, Great. What are the last three apps that you downloaded? And I think we can find this by like going to like the purchase settings. So if you got you like pull your phone back out yeah. and we'll kind of do the same notions again. Oh yeah, like okay, if you go in like the app store and then you, I, okay, I see. Yeah. One, okay, one cool. second. All, All right. right. So the first one. Oh yeah, this was yesterday. So um, I I went to a like uh, a, a local brewery here with a friend. And there was on the screen, it's actually kind of cool. Like on the screen there, they had their menu of like all the different things that were on draft, like all, all the different beers, whatever. And on the bottom, there was like a picture of like some random person. It said like Rebecca S. And it was like this very long beer name. And so we asked the person there, like, what is that at the bottom of the screen? And like, oh, it's this app called Untapped. And essentially people, it, I had no idea this was a thing. But it's a it's a social like you know beer platform where people check oh, into breweries or bars or places they buy beer, um, and they say, okay, I drank this beer here, and they check in, and it's actually pretty big in the community from what I could gather. So we downloaded it while we were there, we tried it out. Then I I got on the screen because I checked in with the beer that I had. Uh, my friend did the same thing, but it's pretty cool actually. And I'm wow. sure, yeah. I, I, and I I don't know that much about like craft beer breweries. I'm sure everyone like in that realm like probably knows about this already. But it's, it was new to me. In <laughs> the it's actually a pretty cool app. I would recommend it next time you go to a bar or something. I was gonna say that definitely sounds like up my yeah. alley. I'm also not like a really a craft beer kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm terrible with drinks in that in at least that realm. So like that would help guide me to a decision yeah. quickly. Yeah, and it's cool too. You can like post a photo of the beer and, and like you have like a very intricate review. Review. you could say like you know well, all this stuff like people could review it way better than i can but it is cool to see that you could also get insight before you order a beer there it'll show you all the beers they have on draft so it's really cool um the next one uh actually has to do with a recent thing i've started getting into which is cryptocurrency i uh, i've been getting into investing a little bit here and there in cryptocurrency being one of them 
So Binance is an app that I started using from a recommendation from a friend. Uh, I really like the interface. Uh, they they only recently, I think it was this past September, expanded to make it easier within the U.S. to use that platform. It used to be more of a global thing. So Binance.us, uh, pretty cool app, pretty good interface, uh, a lot of good tracking for cryptocurrency and, and trading, things of that nature. Cool. I didn't even know. I thought Binance, for whatever reason, like wasn't U.S.-based or you couldn't trade in the U.S. Yeah, right? there, there was a lot of, from what I saw online, there was a lot of difficulties with, you know, depositing, withdrawing, things of that nature. But I think they ironed that out and then they made a separate app for it. It's a separate oh, website dope. and everything. So like the original Binance is separate from Binance.us. Uh, and the last one, so this is a very bad app. Um, it's not what I would recommend, but it actually showcases a frustration I have with iMessage. Uh, it's not a huge frustration, but it, it just happened. So I, I was in a group chat and I was actually thinking like almost like at work where you have like Microsoft Teams and, and other like Slack, and you can make a poll and, and you can say, okay, everyone, like here are the options and like people in the group chat do a poll. iMessage doesn't have anything like that natively integrated with it, right? But you know how you can do like the iMessage, like, you know, there's games, certain apps, like the stickers. So yeah. I was like, okay, maybe there's an app where you can just put a poll in there. So I downloaded polls for iMessage, uh, which was the top result for when I searched the app store. I put a poll into the group chat that I was in and people could see the poll. But when they clicked into it, in order to vote, they also need to download this dumb app, which no one has. So it was just completely useless. Like, what am I going to do? Have everyone in the group chat actually download this app and use it? Like, it wasn't really too functional. But this is definitely an opportunity for Apple to integrate a very common thing with a lot of other types of messaging platforms. You know, that makes so much sense. Like, I think a poll feature in messaging, like, is probably like a very needed feature. I've never tried, I've never had a use for it just like out of nowhere, but yeah. I can see myself using it more in group chats. But yeah, you're right. Definitely an opportunity yeah. there, but I can see why it functions that way. It's kind of like that same, like, if you've played any of those, like, little mini games yeah. like you can both both parties need to at least have it installed so you can play the game exactly yeah but yeah yeah i can see that has to be on the roadmap or something but maybe not i don't know maybe i'm weird and i'm the only person i want to pull an <laughs> message. but uh yeah so i i think uh on that note or i'm sorry so let me ask you the same question wow, i was yeah. about to, i was about to move on but yeah you've had a lot of time tell me about your oh, yeah. last three yeah I, I i i even like wrote them down on a note so i didn't forget them nice. um so uh my first one uh, I, i'm actually going to ask you once i introduce it um for you to elaborate a little bit more on it because i think you have more knowledge on it than i do i just downloaded it but i didn't use it interesting yet. okay so um it's called Clubhouse. Um, uh, I, you know, I downloaded it actually after a conversation with one of my buddies. Uh, you know, he's, you know, a little bit more in the crypto space and uh, very knowledgeable on that stuff. So I was talking to him a little bit more about it and I was telling him, Hey, you know, I don't want to, you know, jump into this on this, dis- you know, this call because, you know, we're just catching up, but could you give me some tips or like, let me know a little bit more of what you know on your end there. Um, and then I, you know, I mentioned actually you on the yeah. call and I was like, you know, we're both kind of, you know, dabbling a little bit more on that end. Um, he was like, oh, have you heard of Clubhouse? You know, we could all kind of jump onto this forum and really just kind of have this open like dialogue about it and, you know, invite other people that we might find interested in it. And um, so I downloaded it and I don't even I don't even think I clicked into it or made an account. Uh, it's just there. So could you tell the audience a little bit more of what it's about? So, yes. And I would say at this point, novice, you actually have more experience with it than I do because I, I know about it. I know that it, it's kind of blown up. But one of the things also which you have gotten is a referral link to join. I think right now it still is blocked behind being locked, like 
locked behind an invite, at least oh, wow. from my knowledge. So I, I assume the person you're on a call will send you a link or something like that. Or Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have it downloaded. I didn't even know yeah. that was like a So you can't just go download it as of today. But someone did send me a link once. I just never did it. But essentially, the, from my understanding how it works, I don't want to speak too much on this because I haven't actually used it. But you, anyone can kind of start a conversation verbally, you know, like vocally. Um, and, you know, people join a certain time. It's almost like a live, like webinar chat type thing. And so like very big names have used it, like in cryptocurrency and all types of industries. I think Elon Musk was mm-hmm. on it as well. And so like pe- people can join in and listen. Certain people can contribute. Uh, so it's a really cool way to get instant access to conversations that you normally wouldn't have. But I know one thing that's interesting is Twitter very soon after Clubhouse got big, they integrated the same feature. And obviously Twitter has a much bigger reach as of, you know, of course, than Clubhouse, which just started. So it was very interesting to see how they kind of just took that concept of Clubhouse and then immediately put it onto a platform everyone's already using. Yeah, the classic story with Instagram stealing Snapchat stories. Yep. Um, and I think also Spotify is doing the same thing where they're starting to create sort of like audio chat rooms too. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah, I would say, Charlie, um, you did a really good job explaining that for also not being on the platform. <laughs> so thank you for that. Um, now, my second one, um, I don't know if most people know what this is. It's, it's called GoSund. Uh, or sound, I might be pronouncing it wrong. Um, mm. it, so I don't think most people will know what this is because it might just be specific to a brand of electronics, but essentially it's an app for my smart plugs. So I have a brand of smart plugs ah, and it okay. probably uses just that app, but essentially it could be any generic app that is for like smart, smart appliances. Um, but I've got smart plugs. Um, I love them. They're great for like devices that like don't like, like that you can't just like put in a light bulb or something. So I, I'll tell you what I use it for. Yeah. Um, I've got, you know, like a couple lamps in my mom's rooms that are like, you know, older lamps that, you know, won't like work without them well. And then, um, uh, I have a, uh, what's it called? A salt lamp. And uh, it, it sounds so lame. Himalayan but salt lamp. You got it. I just love telling like Alexa to be like, Hey, turn on the salt lamp. And it's like, bing. And you know, lights are a vibe. And then, so my last one actually sort of ties back into your first question originally about like, what are you currently into? Yeah. Um, it's called Song Beats. It's by Yamaha, like the mm. actual, like, uh, you know, manufacturer of the drums that I have. Yeah. And, uh, ultimately they've got sort of like some drum lessons, um, yeah. pretty basic level stuff. But what's cool about it is, um, it gives you different views of the drums. So it'll show you, um, what the drum set looks like when you're trying to hit the beats. And then you can click another tab and then it'll give you sort of the sheet music and like, showing you almost the rhythm of when you have to hit things. And um, it, it's it's really cool. Honestly, it's a great way to learn. And there's so many different ways to look at it. So if you're a different type of learner, you've got almost different resources available to you to pick up, you know, how to start playing the drums. Nice. And did you just find that because of the manufacturer of the drum set you got? Or was that something you found online? Or how did you get that app? Um like just yeah going on youtube so okay. i was like youtube like i was like first searching about the like the model and everything yeah. uh, it's honestly a really old app it's not great um, yeah so i can see myself outgrowing it very quickly but i was like i need to start it's something simple nice. and like you know it works cool all right so outside so let's get out of the app realm here for a little bit but Thank still God. within the tech realm though i'm curious like what would you say like in the past six months or so is the most ridiculous piece of tech that you bought. Just however you would define ridiculous. Like what would that be for you? 
feel like you're primed for this question. Like you've already queued yourself up for an answer. That may or may not be true, but you're going first. Um, so I guess it's probably um, this remote controlled vibrator that I bought. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I just really said that for the shock factor. Um, <laughs> but all right. We're I, not that kind of podcast. Not yet, at least. Um, so Okay, I got one. I got one. Um, it's going to be my magic keyboard that I have for my iPad. Um, so I say ridiculous. So ridiculously awesome. Okay. So it, it is awesome. I freaking love it right there. Like hands down, there is not a better keyboard for the iPad. Um, and like, honestly, you kept telling me to get it and I eventually got it. And I was like, wow, you're right. I can't believe I was using my other keyboard for so long. Uh, but honestly, what's just ridiculous about it to me is the price. Okay. It's $350. Like, I love this thing, but I still have gripes on the fact that it's so expensive. But yeah, is it the best on the market for keyboards for the iPad? Yes, of course. Like, and I still recommend it. I'm just like, honestly, just don't even get an iPad if you're not willing to shell out the money for the keyboard. And how about the Apple having... Pencil too? Oh yeah, of course. Like it's yeah. the whole experience. You yeah. gotta have the pencil, you gotta have the keyboard and the iPad, and then you're living the dream. Nice. And to be fair, I didn't say however you define ridiculous. So originally I was like, what the hell? That's not ridiculous. But you're right. That <laughs> price is pretty crazy. I paid the same price. And yeah, it's it's a small keyboard. It's a little little cover, little keyboard on the iPad. It shouldn't be that much, but it is, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, same here, whatever. Yeah. But um, all right, so you are right. I did have something in mind. So I recently er, adopted a cat. So he's great. Love him. Had to get all the cat stuff for the first time. It was the first time I adopted a cat on my own here. He is the goodest boy. Yes. Axel is his name. He is the goodest boy. He's actually near us right now as we're recording the podcast. But there is one thing I bought that was a little ridiculous. So cats, oh, of course. I already know it. Yeah. So, so cats, of course, you know, they have litter boxes, right? And you know, everyone knows how those work. But you know what? I said I was doing some research into you know some of those automated litter boxes. There's some that's like, you know, just a little bit more expensive that'll automate the process of scooping and all that, right? I'm like, okay, cool. But then you, you look next level. You look like, okay, like what's the top tier of these types of automated litter boxes? It look no further than the litter robot. Now the litter robot, it doesn't look like a robot. But it looks like a little space pod. It's literally like an egg-shaped thing. There's a little staircase for Axel to go walk on in there. Uh, there's a little blue light in there so he can see what's going on at nighttime. So he does his business in there. It waits. And you can set how long it waits. And then this whole little space pods <laughs> type thing rotates, does everything for me, puts all of the waste into a bag. I just take this trash bag out when I need to. And it, all, all the smells, everything, yeah, I don't have to scoop or anything like that. I love it. It's great. But so it's ridiculous in a few ways, much like the magic keyboard. I cannot believe what I spent on this thing. But what's also ridiculous is the amount of space it takes up and the fact that it looks like a space pod. It, it is pretty crazy. But it, uh, uh, yeah, I would agree. It, it, it is massive. <laughs> Uh, it looks a little ridiculous, but you know, I, you know, you have the space for it. So it doesn't look yeah. crazy, but you know, I would say honestly, if you have a cat and you have the space and, uh, you know, you're in a situation where you can kind of spend that kind of money on this, I think like it is worth every single penny. Like the amount of time you save from doing yeah. that and it just being like a, like a more annoying task, yeah. like 
totally worth it. I think it's a, one of the coolest things you actually yeah. have. Yeah, and there are a lot of features to that. I don't even use all the features. Like you can like set it up on your phone for like it notifies you when it's being used. I, I don't care. Like he uses it whenever he needs to. Why would I need a notification? Axel's gone in the litter robot. Like you can go in there whenever you want, dude. But no, it'll tell you like if it's full or it, things like that needs to be changed. So there are some like really useful reminders, but yeah, uh, litter robot definitely recommended for cat owners that also like tech. But uh. I think we shared a lot about ourselves there, a lot of the things that we're into right now, both in the tech world and outside of that. But Novice, any parting words here for our first episode? Yeah, for sure. So one, if you're listening to this, we appreciate you. For sure. And uh, if you have any feedback or just like ideas for future topics or just any kind of like random comments, uh, please reach out to us. You can find us on Instagram at not to be technical and stay tuned for future episodes.